Jim Joyce. How are it you? Sounds man? like you're on the move, my friend. <laughs> you know, this Cutting is the, the first deal time. Shaking. First time that I know. I'm the late one. I know. Very late. So easy. Easy. Fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, it's it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to see you, and hopefully, you're prospecting and investor and fundraising and company building was all successful. So it was for a good cause. Do you want me to kick off this intro here? Yeah, yeah. go, go the intro and I'll let, uh... let's go right for it. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, uh, I'm really, really excited for this guest. We'll let, uh, and maybe we can let Malin in now as we go through. So Malin and I have a uh, storied history together where she has, she, she is the most patient person in the world in digital healthcare, in my opinion. She had to she had to serve, she had to listen to more idea generation from Jim Joyce than anyone else in the world uh, as a client working <laughs> with me and now on the other side um, of it. So it, thank you for staying up late from Copenhagen, France. Where are we? Uh, hey, Malin. I'm, yeah, hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in France. Oh, uh, awesome. Yeah, in, in our country house. And it's a lot of things that is good with France. Uh, inter internet connection is one of them. <laughs> well, we can hear you very clearly. So that's great. Perfect. So great. Ma Malin, we'll let, I'll, I'll let you, our custom is that you introduce yourself. Um, usually Eugene does this part of the moderation. And so you guys have um, a special bond, and I can't wait <laughs> to hear the, the the inside stories about Jim Joyce. Yeah. Well, she's she's in a respectable big corporation, so 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 but the um, so the truth. But but uh, see, Malin is a is a. I, I'll I'll kick you off, Malin. We'll let we, we'd like to hear the whole kind of first of all the history about you, but just for people that don't know, um, your, your uh, global digital health innovation. And I probably got the technical names. I'll let you correct that from Novo Nordisk. Um, had uh, kind of different different roles inside Avi Pharmaceuticals. And then your most exciting part of your tenure was definitely working with a little company called Health Beacon, but I'll let you like, speak <laughs> to that. And you're a soccer aficionado. So at, over to you, Melon. Tell us who is Melon Johansson? Wow, that was, that was a big, I, I, I totally agree to that three years in my life where I spent at Health Beacon. <laughs> one of the highlights uh, for for. for, for so yeah no first you know thanks for for bringing me on um you know super excited to to have a bit of a chat with you guys um so yeah or chat uh, a shot a shot a shot of digital health yeah that's right <laughs> and we all need that right uh, so um yeah no i uh, it's it's been a bit of a you know different different paths you know for me uh, you know i i started in research actually um, back in the days, uh, doing research in ulcerative colitis and, and Crohn's disease, standing in the lab and uh, doing a lot of you know fun fun things. Um, got got recruited uh, into the med tech space by Abbott Diabetes Care, uh, actually, and uh, thought at that point was like, wow, okay, is this something that I want to do? But I was a bit bored, uh, to be honest, with with the research. So I I jumped on it and um, yeah it was it was a you know it was an amazing ride got to to uh, learn the med tech space uh, diabetes um, first and foremost um, launching the, the the first version I would say of freestyle Libre at that point freestyle navigator well, it was a game changer 
That was the original name, The Navigator? Freestyle Navigator was the first one. Uh, real a game, uh, really a game changer for, uh, for patients and uh, well, and, and parents and caregivers, because um, yeah. in Sweden where I worked, it was mostly uh, kids that got that. So that was uh, was was really great to be be part of that journey. Um, and then I joined um, uh, the Abvi Abvi side on the pharma side with Humira. Um, was uh, brought into uh, the patient experience. Uh, it was not called patient experience by that time. It was called adherence. Uh, mm -hmm. So I had a Really fancy adherence manager. Cool, uh, <laughs> but uh, it it transferred into into patient experience. So um, and then quite fast, I moved into a European role. We're building up and launching uh, Abvicare uh, for for Humira. Um, went to Paris. Uh, fall in love uh, with both Paris <laughs> with a French. <laughs> so since then, I was, I was kind of you know stuck in in, in France to, to say um, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, I mean it's uh, and then I moved into the global organization after after a couple of years um, as well. Uh, strategic uh, marketing, um, immunology, strategic operations uh, was dealing with everything from um, yeah, digital health initiatives to um, more. Uh, add the branding, so, so to say. Um, uh, yeah, and then I uh, I called uh, up Jim after after I think <laughs> twelve years, uh, and uh, and asked you know should we should we work together? <laughs> Can we work together? And I was lucky that he's. I, I was going to say, assume the answer was yes, <laughs> based on his introduction. <laughs> I don't think it was a given. I think he was a bit afraid that I would bring too much of uh, big pharma into uh, <laughs> into the small, uh, you know, uh, company called Health Beacon. So not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I, I I managed to convince him, and then uh, we had uh, you know three really really fun years, um, and then I uh, moved back to uh, to big corporation again with a lot of learnings that I got over from from the from the startup side. So uh, yeah, and um, that's I where I am today. So many questions. Oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, I I I love the the trajectory of you know from research to let's call it marketing commercialization, right? Because I think there's such a long path to seeing things come alive, right? In research, and then you're kind of switching gears to a, a young crazy idea startup. And then back to pharma, and I'm sure there are, you know, pros and cons. And I would like to focus on the pros because we all can list cons all day. But <laughs> one versus the other, because I have the same similar perspective, so I'm kind of trying to compare notes, right? I've been kind of big company, small, big company, small. So curious on your learnings and the things that you learned in large, but also learned with how Beacon. Yeah, I mean, to, to, to be honest, I always been a bit of an odd bird in, in big corporations, uh, probably, um, where uh, I think, you know, with, with Health Beacon, I was more into um, kind of the, the way of working that I prefer, you know, this this fast, fast spaced, um, shorter, shorter decision uh, timeframes. <laughs> 
Um, you know, if we wanted to do something, we did it. We didn't have to wait, you know, nine months before, you know, governance uh, and the me- minutes from the governance meeting, and then you know another uh, round of, of of meetings to actually move move things forward. So that has always been kind of, you know, um, a bit of an impatient uh, within me when I worked in um, in the in the big corporation, but also probably a strength, I hope, because I managed to move things things forward and maybe bring some different perspectives into into how things can be done and not you know uh, sh- should be done according to to processes um and the, the the role now right so so just maybe you know as much as you're comfortable talking about it like it, it's a it's a big role it's a it's a big role maybe just describe what you're doing now a little bit more yeah, so I'm heading up what we're calling the the Global Digital Health Strategic Partnership uh, team at Novo Nordisk. So what what the team and I uh, what we are doing is that we are we are identifying, we are establishing, we are running a big global partnership. Uh, so we have a couple of them that is that public, obviously the, the, with Abbott, with Abbott Diabetes Care, we're working with Medtronic, with, with Dexcom, with, with Gluco, with Amalgam, etc. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and here we are looking at um, integration of our own connected devices, such as uh, Novopen, as an example, into broader ecosystems um, to bring more value to patients and, and HEPs. And then in, on top of that, we are also um, uh, supporting patients and HEP with the uh, DTX uh, products, with, with the SAMD as a service, um, both, you know, and also regulated and, and unregulated digital health mm-hmm. solutions. It's everything with, with a kind of a global scale hat, um, hat on that we are doing. You know, it, it's interesting, right? And I think obviously every company... Uh you know, looks for partnerships. And I think I find it generally speaking in kind of large organization, there's this, you know, it depends on the DNA of the company, but not invented here principle, especially, you know, because pharma companies, it's all about IP. It's all about developing molecule. Yes, there's in licensing, but let's put that a lot of that to the side. How how are your what <laughs> the in licensing? We invent everything. I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't think there's any secrets around that. But um but I'm I'm you know it's always curious to kind of hear how companies and again you don't need to speak Nova Nordis, but like your experience on across the pharmaceutical companies that you've been with that hmm. that eagerness to work with a startup or a young company um versus you know well no, we can do this here. <laughs> mm. Mm. I, th- I, I think I think it's a balance. Um, I mean, in in Novo, for example, and we we do both. We we are developing our own, uh, you know, connected devices and our own or our own solutions. Um, but we are also partnering a lot. So I think there is a. Um, I'm kind of debating that with myself because I, I've been quite critical in the beginning, you know, in, in, in the past of, you know, why should pharma do this um, on their own? And, you know, it takes time. You know, we are so regulated. We can't do all of the things that we would like to do and so forth. But it's also kind of a learning path. I don't think pharma, and this is my own, you know, personal, uh, you know, opinion, right? I, I don't think pharma will be the, 
kind of the, the, the key manufacturer of, of DTX solutions or Sandy as a service or, um, you know, uh, even connected devices in, in 10 years from now. I think that that will be with, with someone else that has, you know, expertise that can move faster and et cetera, et cetera. But I think there is a, there is a benefit of actually being part of that journey now also to learn and understand what it actually takes to, to yeah. bring this to, to the market. And I mean, big pharma has the, those muscles, right? In terms of resources and, um, you know, and, and time as well, because it takes time yeah. to actually invest. And so I think that um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, a good, it's a good path to be on, but at, at some point that has to be kind of maybe cut yeah. off. That's what I feel at, at least for now, but you know, who, who knows that might change. Do you know what I wanted to go into was um, snowboarding. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm in. Let's, let's go. So first of all, like, because so I, when I think of you, Malin, I think of snowboarding. Yeah, I think of um, you have very accomplished daughters in in football, and you love football. Yeah, and and then I think of you as a global citizen. I've never seen someone travel the world as fast as you, with the exception of maybe maybe ourselves here. But I say, say like like <laughs> like so so. But but let's hit snowboarding. How does how can you relate snowboarding your your love of snowboarding to your career? Oh oh, honestly, it was a it was a long time. I actually did snowboarding. <laughs> Probably was five years ago now. I, I don't know okay. why. But yeah. I but I did of snowboarding uh, before. <laughs> um, so how can I translate that? I think it's I mean it, it is a bit of the kick, right? Uh, it is to, to try out. I mean, so many times I've tried to jump and do you know in the in the um, in, in you know in, in the slopes and I just failed and almost killed myself. And I think in, <laughs> I, I you know it's not that dramatic in business. But but it's it's part of that I would say trial and fail and and get up again. You get a lot of bruises uh, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure, that was actually I didn't think about that, Jim. You know, before you know, that was a good analogy. But um, <laughs> I think there is something in me that that I constantly want to to test and push things, and I. Uh, you know, sometimes you know negative feedback I've got is that you know maybe I I have a difficult to 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 take a no for an answer. <laughs> business and that's probably true. That sounds um, like a type A personality, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I think it's uh, it's there is something around that you know try try to do something else and something new that no one really has has, has done before. And, you know, to 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 stretch. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The, the football, the football. I don't know. That's I'm just a happy participant, you know. On the... <laughs> and and for the don't... and for the Americans <laughs> watching this, can you clarify which football? It's soccer. Soccer. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I I did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> the game, PSG plays and Real Madrid and all all of those you know small teams. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I know, you know, Jim is kind of like, you know, drilling you, but like you mentioned earlier, you know, <laughs> known him for a long time. G- give, give him the inside scoop. What is it like to work with this guy? Oh, Jesus. Go <laughs> 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 to stay friends. <laughs> when did I meet you, Jim, for the first time? Was, was that 2014 or 2015? Yeah. 
it was when it was when health begin was being invented right it yeah. was like yeah it was it was really it was really in the beginning and i i remember my um uh, my patient experience lead in in Ireland when she was calling me up and she said, oh, you know, can I get on the next team call to present this uh, a, a amazing pilot project that we're doing here in Ireland? I said, yeah, yeah, of course. And she went on and she, she presented that, you know, health beacon and this was, you know, smart waste disposal bin and it, it did uh, all of these things and we can get all of the data. And I think, you know, I was like, wow, that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> for the first time, we would know how a patient taking Humira, you know, first, if they take it and, you know, and how they take it. And that was the kind of, you know, this was such a mind blowing thing, right. To, to be able to get that data and those insights. And I think we met, you know, uh, you know, shortly after that, I was like, okay, now, now I understand what she was, what she was talking about. Right. It's, this is really cool. So I think, you know, um, and then, you know, we, we worked really close together for a couple of years and then, uh, you know, we, we stayed in contact, but I, I think uh, you know, for me, joining Health Beacon has was you know a really you know super valuable step in my career. Um, and I think you know what I learned from Jim, and which which probably I I am a bit you know from my team now to hear me saying focus, focus, focus all the time, and that's what actually <laughs> I hear Jim in the back of my head like focus, focus, and being this. Um, we talked about that a lot, being obsessed in, you know, in, in one market or obsessed in one channel and really win over that. And and that is that is something that I really learned. Um, and I'm trying to translate also you know, to, to my team, obviously, because we, as you can, <laughs> things being thrown at us um, mm. at the same really exciting things. And, you know, me as a person want to jump on all of them. But then I hear this focus, focus, focus. That's how you win, right? Uh, if you, yeah. you read and, and uh, not trying to do everything at once. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So isn't I, that the superpower, right? Isn't that the superpower of a smaller company, right? Is that like you can go boom, right? You can, it, it, the big companies have to have to cover so much ground. No, no, it's um, exactly. I mean, you can do more, obviously, as, as a big company, but you know, don't underestimate the the power of focus, even in uh, in, in big companies. So, mm. uh, so I I do want to get to, uh, and I know this is probably going to be uh, one of our shorter episodes, <laughs> just because we got squeezed. My apologies. No problem. Really, uh, but I do want to get to a hot subject here: GLP ones, uh, and yeah. I want to talk all the nonsense out there that's not how does that actually relate um to digital health that you guys have efforts around it what's the you know again putting all the other stuff to the side yeah i mean i, I think i mean it's not a secret right that the glp ones has has grown um very much you know the, the last the last couple of years and year uh, definitely, and for for us in in Ovo Nova, it's it's a, it's a really you know high focus, um, which means that 
Um, you know, we have infill teams, you know, which in focus also from detailing and, and communicating to, to endocrinologists and, you know, and, and specialists to, to more to the primary care. So there is definitely a, a, a shift in, in that. Where digital health come in play, it, it definitely comes into play uh, to a large extent. And it's everything from, I would say, supporting, uh, supporting patients, um, obviously, but also supporting HEPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, to be able to prescribe these these medications because in most cases these these medications are prescribed by by a GP um, and the the GP you know cover a lot <laughs> and they are not they are not specialists so the challenge for them is to obviously stay on top of of uh, the newest uh, science and 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 all of that um, but. Um, so yeah, so there is a lot of effort going into that from, from our end, uh, looking at you know how could we, as, as as a pharma company, also use other types of you know distribution channels for digital health um, solutions to reach patients um, faster and more effective. How can we use omni-channel or an omni-channel approach also to to reach uh, HEPs? Yeah. Uh, to so I think, I mean, for us, it's it's definitely on top of our agenda uh, to to leverage digital health for for GLP ones, and it's an ongoing uh, ongoing effort and a growing effort. And awesome. you know, and I, I think you know maybe one one more, and I I'm I'm actually curious um, on kind of the lifestyle around it, right? Because I think that's a key component of this, and I know there's companies in US that sort of do the GLP one with surrounding lifestyle mm-hmm. modifications we've had like fa- we've had found on here and this calibrate yeah, right. you know, this guy's right. yeah 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 I, I i mean digital cbt uh for example uh you know personally i'm a big believer in that i think you know if we look at if you look back maybe five even ten years cbt as as a as a support tool to patient was really expensive and really clunky and in most cases you need to have kind of a, a nurse to call up um, a patient or you even had you know one-to-one uh, you know face-to-face sessions there is so much more you can do now uh, digitally um, that is scalable uh, so so that's also something that we are indeed looking into you know how can we incorporate that into into the support solutions and in in kind of the ecosystem that we provide uh, to uh, to patients. So it is indeed. I mean, when it, I'm, we're talking about type two uh, diabetes here, uh, which is a very complex disease in many ways, mm. and just focusing on um, you know adherence or just focusing on you know maybe you know titration, which is important and and it has to be part of the support. It also very relevant of, of looking at other types of, of support that, that exists. Awesome. Well, if I didn't have a prospect call uh, in about <laughs> four minutes, I would love to dive deeper. Uh, but Jim, why don't you take it away with your famous end question? And my last quick co- comment on this is we typically, you know, uh, listened or watched about 50 to 60 percent through this one because it's so much shorter. I'm expecting 100 percent viewership of through the <laughs> the whole episode awesome and they missed the best question so uh so imagine yourself you're you're walking through the fields of of paris of no of of france of Brittany. uh you're walking through the field (laughs) and you and you're gonna you're gonna join your your beloved frenchman 
husband for a glass of, of, of red wine and a pleasant afternoon and you're retired from a massively successful career and you're there and and a young woman uh, sees you and says, Malin, and she looks at you and I, I know you, Malin, you, you appeared famously on the shot of digital health back a number of years ago and the video went viral and, and, and you know, and you had your career. I'm, uh, I'm originally from uh, Sweden and I, I've, I've traveled the world with pharmaceutical companies and I started off as a researcher and then I got involved in technology startups, but now I have a startup of my own and I, I think it's perfect for the pharmaceutical industry. I think it can digitize uh, behavior and adherence and bring everything all together. And you look at that young version of yourself and what would be the one piece of advice you would give to her? Oh, la la, that's that's a big one. Um, that's a big one. Yeah, I I would probably say two things. Can I say, can I say two things? Of yeah, course. Two, yeah. But quick, so, quickly. <laughs> I would say keep the helicopter view. Uh, aim to solve bigger problems than than just one. Even if you are trying to solve, uh, you know, put it in perspective. Always, always, and keep that keep that helicopter view so you know where you are in the in the world. And then I would probably say that um, the power is not about what you know. It's not in the knowledge. It's how you actually translate the knowledge into action. And that's also how you communicate and how you pitch. Wow. So uh, I'm that's probably. You. And I, I wish I knew that before. It was, I was young. <laughs> bruises and stuff, you know, Love during it. the wave. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Apologies. Thank but again, we're going to drive the, the length of listening <laughs> way higher. So that's the positive side. Thank you all. Cool. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Valen. Thank awesome. you. Bye bye.